left off we were talking about Liam Neeson's case and comparing it to a personal experience that um, I had gone through um, so yeah delve in you're not going out there looking to call to provoke someone and then kill them that's the complete difference so that's what that's the thing and I understand your reaction I've had it before where you're like the next person that comes to me now tries it on me now I'm going to kick off I'm not having it like it's gone too far now mm. whereas and that's also, that's a personal thing too as well. You're actually, but then to hear that like, God forbid, a family member of mine was like, was like brutally sexually assaulted or whatever. And then I then went to pubs just waiting for any white guy to come out and start troubling me. That isn't the right, that's not a normal reaction. That bit itself is, he's then made it a race thing. He's made it a thing as though the black men rape, that's what they are. That's what black men do. He probably had those stereotypes, those racist stereotypes. Yeah, in his but he and the thing is, the reason people are pissed off is because he didn't actually address that. But do you he think he knows? He addressed his violence, not the actual problem he had of the race. But do you think people gave him a chance to actually like have a dialogue? Or yeah, was it sec- more? He had a second interview on Good Morning, Good Morning America. But that interview was more of an attack. And than he an also interview. had like again all this. Also, this whole thing was his own omission, mm. so he could have. No said one it. asked him. No, no. So I'm saying, if if it was about you know, he could have addressed the race when he actually decided to say it. But I don't think he actually understands what the problem is. That is it. Yeah, that's, that's, the, yeah. that's the why, that's why people, and that's the thing. That's why, when, that's why people, that's why the story is still brewing because it's like, his, um, the production, the, um, the film premiere got cancelled. So, and it's like, because I don't know if this, if this, the the whole thing brings people to come and watch. I don't know if it does. I don't think it does. I don't think it does. It's because like, at the moment, people do this thing where if they see something trending online, they're like, oh, Okay, well, cool. I'm I don't not, know. I really I'm not like bothering. Taken, <laughs> Say that again? I'll still watch Taken. Oh, I'll still watch Taken. I'll just bootleg it. When you got... Um, Am I allowed to say I'm that? I'm sure it's on Netflix. I think also a lot of black people... Netflix? I don't know. I don't know. I also think a lot of black people feel that, like, we as a race are the only ones that can be trod on and people can still get away with it and be fine about it. How about so the Arabs? Like, why, yeah, what, 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 why did you say... How about well, Jews? Yeah, everyone is trod How about gay people? How about... Yeah, so that's... Okay, so, like... If you're to if you're gonna do like a, a comparison thing, how about women? Okay, how about women? That's fine. No, that's, or black women? Or black? Yeah. Or, okay. I'm, that's what I mean by black people. Okay. So, and what I mean by that is, okay. Do you remember the Reggie Yates thing that happened when he lost his um his top of the pop slot? Uh, could you remind us, please? So, uh, Reggie Yates was on a, a podcast called Halfcast, I think, with uh, a called Chucky, and they were talking about um where music for urban people's gone, and, and he said um. And he said, "Oh, you know what? It's really good that like um, that like a lot of black men and like a lot of black, black artists are now like taking their stride to make themselves. Like I'm tired. I'm like it's no longer just like this like Jewish guy in North London, or just the Jewish guy in North London can like um, running these record labels. Mm-hmm. And then the story came out, and then he apologized, and then he was like sacked. Whereas then you look at someone like Mel Gibson, who had that rant about um, with his wife on the phone." And then he goes, if you're going to go out and get raped by a bunch of... Remember, have you seen... Have you heard the rap? Yeah, if you're going to get raped like, by a bunch of n words. Yeah, where it's like, you look like a whore, you're, you're, you're like a Vegas whore, you're like, you've got these these new fake boobs and they look disgusting, you, you disgust me. If you want to go out and get raped by a bunch of um, effing um, the N-words. Yeah, I'll censor it, don't Yeah, worry. but let, let's, let's, let's also remember that, like, Mel Gibson was ostracised for a bit, then welcomed back with open arms. Right. So it's like... I don't think a black person would have got away with that. That would have been the end. There's no... That would have been the end for them. Do we have an equivalent of a black person getting away with... Because um, people keep saying this. Well, that's a that was made into a race thing. That was 100% race. That was That's why he got off. Okay, how about R. Kelly? Oh, R. Kelly? Okay, R. Kelly got off as much as a white man would get but, off. But, but... But that's because he but, was raping white black, little... Black, gu- if it yeah. was white girls, R. Kelly would have been gone. Jimmy Savile... What he was raping white girls. Jimmy Savile. Jimmy Savile got away with it. Yeah, but people, he got away with it. Oh, yeah, the rest got away. Of his yeah. Yeah. They, they, people knew about it. I was talking at work with um, 
one of my um, employ- one of my um, colleagues, and she was like to me, in the seventies, we were all aware about it. That's the um, Craig Lockhart Hospital. He had a room in there. Not Craig, no, not Craig Lockhart. Craig Lockhart's that um, or the one one. Um, Stoke Mandeville, where he used to go around and he raised money. They had a room for Jimmy Savile, and he had a key for every room. That's. That's that. That's the most. What? That's the most yeah. fucked up story I've heard. It's disgusting. Now, when you when you unravel the Jimmy Savile, when you watch the Louis Farouk documentary, and how brazen he is, because he he's hiding in plain sight. He there's one moment where he just like they come there at a restaurant, they come across this um this girl. He literally gropes her right in front of her mother. The mother doesn't even bat an eyelid. Now, if you look at the R. Kelly thing, and I've I've watched the documentary. I've, I'm under, I'm Did you watch all six? Yeah, I've watched. I've got one more to watch. I've watched it all. Six. I got. I got two more. I think there's that chance rapper clip where he's like, oh, um, "We didn't believe it because it was black girls, or almost we didn't care." So it's like if you if if R. Kelly was genuinely raping white girls and doing that. Okay, Bill Cosby was raping white girls as mm-hmm. well. Uh, we can. A lot of people argue that Bill Cosby's situation is mostly political than than actual people want to get justice. Like there's strings being pulled behind the scenes because Bill Cosby got away with it yeah. for. I think him getting, almost 40, 50 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think, and he, was, he, you know, he he had yeah, white status. A sentence now, and they, like at age eighty three. And how much? How many years did he get? Maybe ten years or so. Yeah, and he's not going to do. He's going to do like two years. He's do two, three years parole, and he's out. So that's an example of a black guy who was raping black women, but that's white like women. One where you could put for yeah. everyone, you and could probably powerful, put like that was also like a power thing as well. For everyone, you could probably put like ten white men. Harvey Weinstein got and how many, he away before. How many black men didn't get away with it and either died or, like, put, you know, are in prison? So it's a power thing rather than... A, it Emmett, seems like it's, more, it's go, more power than no, race. Let's go, no, let's go Emmett Till that was murdered. No, it's, it's race. Power. Was it? No, it's power and race, but it seems like when you get it's to race, a certain level... Like, you could, like, Obama couldn't have done, like, a quarter of the things Trump did. Completely. Okay, well, he had, okay. Do you think Obama could have got away with the Clinton thing? With Obama the, uh, wore Clinton a suit. And, um, no, like he literally had to do everything. Like, like he Obama could not have one suit. Step. They even, they, and they even, yeah, him. they even, you know, questioned his birth, everything. Yeah. Like he literally could not breathe. Whereas Trump, honestly, it's 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 like it, it, to even compare them is like ridiculous. But yeah, Obama basically cannot have one foot out of step. Whereas like for that, there's like. A million presidents who yeah. literally just did whatever they wanted. We're having sex in the Oval Office and all that. It makes me feel Obama should have fucked up a bit more. He should have had a bit but more he, fun. But also, he, that's what we're saying. Obama didn't have any room to fuck up. He didn't. He any room. So it's like, the Trump thing is almost like hilarious what he was able to get, like, to do because it's like, he doesn't get, I guess it's the whole like past. Does, mm-hmm. does Obama get the same passes? As, as Trump? Okay, but do other politicians get the same pass as Trump? Okay, so if if we look other at, white politicians, okay, I'll go the UK here. What Diane Abbott gets mm. because of the fact, and I think race is a huge part of it, and also uh, misogyny as well. But the one thing, if you look at like any discussion, oh, Diane Abbott isn't fit to do this. And if you look at what people then say, why? If you ask for evidence, they say um, that time she messed up the numbers on live on air. Philip Hammond, the Chancellor of the UK, didn't know his numbers at all. Was twenty billion out. This is the Chancellor of the UK. He's not in the opposition. He's got large numbers. Boris Johnson, the num Theresa May, but they don't. They get a pass. Whereas with Diane Abbott, it, they jump at her, attack her. She's what she get like forty five percent of like the letters she receives are all like racist, racist abuse towards her. Madness. Yeah, but it's yeah. But what? But no, I'm, I'm, yeah, not, I'm not giving an excuse. Is, it's just yeah, racist. As well, yeah, it's just people racist say, people. Oh, she's not cut out to be a... Because she doesn't know her number. She can't count. The Chancellor of the Exchequer, that interview where he didn't know... It, his numbers were all off. Didn't know his numbers at all. But yet, no one pulled, No one gave him the same thing that she got. The person, the journalist who... Um, I think it was Nick Ferrari on LBC, was given Journalist of the Year or like Story of the Year because of he did that. Whereas she's in the opposition. She got her numbers wrong. Whereas... Boris Johnson, all these other politicians get away with saying full on lies and not knowing the number. They don't get they don't she doesn't get they don't get the same freedom at all. Okay, so um wow, that was <laughs> this has been fun. Uh, How long have you been recording? For? We've been recording for an hour ten minutes. That's so long. Yeah, don't worry, it's gonna be edited edited down to like fifty. How long is it usually? It depends on the topic. Okay. Well I'll go to the final segment. 
um, we spoke about this a bit earlier. Is censorship and this political correctness culture, is it good for society? And I'll give you an example. A few years ago when I was in sixth form, one of the main re- ways I used to learn, especially when I was doing philosophy, was watching Oxford Union debates and watching like those debates on, on YouTube. So, for example, they would get maybe somebody who is accused of being an Islamic, Islamic extremist and they would bring him into the same room with a liberal who believes that really he's with an atheist and they would have a debate mm. no matter what the views were in that moment both people were allowed to speak so that the public could view from themselves and make their decisions right mm-hmm. do you i don't feel that can happen that happens it does still happen but i don't feel it can happen on the mainstream like that anymore because people are actually too scared to even say what they think what makes you think that's because of um political correctness oh because if Liam Neeson says oh this is how I was feeling back then it's not okay Liam Neeson let's have a meeting yeah but why what, do you why did you feel that wrong way? is wrong whether it was the 70s or 2019 no nah, but wrong okay so okay I don't agree wrong is wrong because of the time period because if I'm in the sorry, 70s but if I found out that my best friend's parents back back in back back in the 70s used to kill black people or 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 maybe do blackface i'm still judging them like it's 2019 i'm not putting any context though it was the time okay period. yeah but no maybe killing yes blackface i don't think so well 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 no like i think if you're racist then you're kind of racist now like i, I but is it not a con- is it not a matter of okay so the reason i disagree is because if for example in 1960s everybody was using the n-word like lib- like openly, black people, white people, and it yeah. was just normal, right? If 10, 20 years later, society moves forward and says, yo, that's not cool to say anymore. That's some racist shit. That's not cool to say to black people anymore. Why are you then going 20 years back to accuse everybody who did oh, it at the know. time? No, that's not the same thing as any of them. It is the same thing. It's also a bit strange. Like, some point, like, made a point, we were talking about writers who, when you realise they had, like, a racist past or, like, in some of their writing, you see some quite nasty things. Someone like Shakespeare, what of the 1500s, 1600s, didn't use any racist language, or didn't didn't portray people like that, or, or if anything, fact, sat, yeah, satirized like, it and highlighted the racism itself. Yeah, through like Othello, through Othello, through like Merchant of Venice, the thinking that they have towards Shylock. But so it's like it, you like there's still an awareness of that racism is wrong then, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like there's there was these images of this um, university that I saw the other day, and they had. Um, they had like people wearing blackface in like nineteen seventy six oh, yeah, or something that. like that, and people were like, like those people are still racist now. They yeah, I mean they were wearing KKK masks, yeah. and the guy was, a, was pretending to be lynched. I'm sorry if I found out that was someone I knew. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm not talking to them. Yeah, anymore. like I'm not going to be like, oh, my friend's parents used to do that, but okay, you know, it was it, that was that was funny back then. Yeah. They know it's not funny now. Uh, no, funny, because yeah. there was white people who knew that it wasn't funny yeah. then. At the end of the day, when it comes to when it comes to um, you know, ending seg- segregation and ending slavery, like that was not just black people off their own back. They needed support from white people as well to create that. They needed um, the I can't remember the president who 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 started the civil war. If it wasn't for him, slavery wouldn't have ended. So clearly, there were white people who had the consciousness to think, oh, actually, no, that's wrong. So in that sense, you can't just like say it's context. But just going back to my earlier point, I'm saying you're you're you you've made this assumption that. Um, political correctness has created this culture yeah. when there is so many other factors that you could argue has created like this space where there's so much censorship. It's not just political like what, correctness. Like what other factors? Well, I mean, from my perspective, I would say the internet is a major factor in that because, um, not to put a plug, but this is actually what I talk about in my video that I'm about to upload. But, um, you know, basically there's no centre because... The left is very left and the right is very right. And the reason why the left is very left and the right is very right is because um, the the reality or the world you see through the internet is created through Google preferences and the people you sh- you follow. So essentially there's an echo chamber. If you follow the same people or your friends follow the same thing and you share each other's opinions, 
basically all you're do- all you're all doing is just high fiving each other. You're yeah. just reinforcing the same ideas. Yeah, that's why you follow people with opposite the same, views to you. Well, no, you not, but not, most people don't. So then the left becomes very left, and the right becomes very right, and that's what you get in sort of like current affairs and social media in it nowadays. So censorship is an issue, and maybe the left has gone too left on that. But then that being said if the left has gone too left, the right has gone too right. Yeah. And that's really where the issue is. And you see, okay, so that's where my, okay, so that's where my point lies, right? I agree with you. The left, the internet makes you like stuck in this kind of echo chamber. Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to say is, we, I know we were just talking about race right now, mm-hmm. but outside of race, mm-hmm. I know race is the major, major issue, but outside of race, it doesn't, it feels like because the left is going so left and the right is going so right, there's no ground for communication in the middle. Like, what do we agree on? Yeah, like, I agree. What, you know, I was just saying, that's and that's not a problem. Fault, that's not the. I agree. I was just saying that's not solely because of political correctness. But political correctness is being. I think it is. High, I think political correctness is one of the is one of the major factors that affects that. It? Though, because it's like what political correctness essentially is is highlighting. There are some things we can't say anymore. We shouldn't say anymore. Yeah, Why should it, but? Well, but if you're if you're then angry, then I see it all the time on like Facebook or Twitter, and someone goes, "Oh, it's PC world, people are too PC now." It's like, sorry, if someone has said something offensive, it's not about being. But PC everything PC. is. It feels like everything is offensive. Though. Maybe it feels like everything's offensive to you because maybe because of the uni you, I go I to. I mean, you're you're black, but other than you being black, you are you like you're not intersectional. So like, you're not gay. You're not you're not a woman you don't know that okay assumptions but all I'm saying is you fit into one category of difference but for someone who was let's say a black female lesbian disabled like if you had more like intersectionalities you can be you can offend people way more and there's nothing wrong with understanding why what you're saying is offensive okay but if everything you say is can be taken as offensive at what point do you decide you know what it's, it's not, not everything business. you say but you just have to it's like be mindful good. that you can say stuff that's offensive are like, you happy I'm, with that no but like I, as, as in i i'm i'm not gay but i'm not just gonna say stuff if i know like i i, I just because i'm talking like if i'm if i don't have to say things and be so ignorant to issues that could affect someone if i was talking to them and they were gay i don't have to just be so i don't i can i can be more empathetic and change my language and use things to not offend people i don't have to offend people for no reason that's i agree with you but okay i'll give you a quick example demi lovato a few days ago 21 Mm. savage by the way free 21 uh 21 savage was picked up by the immigration in america yeah and And people say making jokes about about, not about the immigrate the deportation but about the fact that he's from England. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Demi Lovato retweeted um, a tweet that was making a joke, like Twenty One Savage. I think it was like when he says he's in the box. He's in the what was it? When he says he has shooters, this is what he means. And it was like the red, you know, yeah, the people yeah, who stand yeah, outside yeah, Buckingham that. Palace. It's funny. That is a joke. She got a lot of backlash for that joke and she had to apologise. That's the kind of little things I'm talking Fam, about. Fam, it's the internet. People say things on the internet. You don't have to like, like, yeah. But the, does she, should she have apologised for that? She didn't have to apologise. She she decided to apologise. But she was attacked by a lot of celebrities. I think I think the reason why people what often the thing in America is it's because like race is such a, race is like the dividing thing there. And it's like, going back to the whole thing about Something on like deportation, particularly, um, if the roles are reversed, would that happen to a white person? And I think that's, and I think it's like the black celebrities who are like, why are you laughing about? Why are you taking part in this kind of stuff? It's like you never have to worry about that if you're in that situation. The likelihood of you worrying about that is a lot less than if you're a black person. So I think that's why a lot of them were like, I think black people also can be quite protective over their own people. Yeah, and they sometimes don't like it when. Somebody, it's like you, you, we can laugh at it, but you yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. But what I would say with the Demi Lovato thing, I think you have got it a little bit wrong because it wasn't that she was laughing at something like that. Because something like laughing about like his lyrics and stuff, I don't think is wrong. I think she was a bit like, oh, um, Ice picked up Twenty One Savage, lol, like something like that. Like literally just. No, laughing. the actual the actual tweet was she this is more entertaining than yeah, the Super said, Bowl. She said no. She said the jokes, the memes. The yeah, exactly. Really so, but that so maybe what it is it's like. 
no one is basically i just don't, i don't think it's immigration status is funny basically it has but, nothing to do with immigration yeah yeah no but i'm but that's what i'm but saying i think it also does it, so i think it also does in the sense that like as in as in if you were saying like oh when he meant this he meant that and put in like english examples mm. of nonsense i saw that i thought it was funny because to be honest with you with the 21 savage thing anyway you know no, deportation is a whole issue in itself but to be deported to england it's yeah. a privilege. Yeah, like I, as in there are there are worse places to be deported yeah, to. I'm sorry. So it's just like th- that's one of that is you know no one should have to like leave someone because solely based on that. But to be t- to be deported to England is not that bad. I think that's why. It was if funny. that's what's happened, I think that's why it's also yeah. funny. Is that whereas like, but if you're just making fun of the fact yeah. that ICE has picked him up or that he is an but immigrant, but she didn't do that, and I agree with what Noah said to an extent. I agree, like, like it was like Wale and so on. But I think it's often like to them. They see it as almost, how dare you get like you know sometimes you have thing with like people like oh he gets a black pass or he's getting invited to the cookout just because someone oh, yeah. like someone hasn't said something racist or whatever it's like well okay let's not that whole yeah, idea, Seinfeld, I find it gets, quite cringe. Seinfeld gets invited to the yeah cookout. I find that I find something that quite cringe anyway but like I think I think there wasn't a slight reaction to that because she was finding it funny but I think to them their reaction came from the fact that like they treated it as it was a deportation of somebody going to like. Let's say Zambia. Yeah, uh, Zambia's getting a lot of stick let's today. Say, let's say Zambia or wherever now. Which is considerably a less desirable place to be deported to than, than the UK. That's my opinion anyway. Yeah. Okay, that's, I don't know about Zambia. You know, I don't, I'm Okay, you see like, what you just did there? What? I respect it, but shouldn't it be obvious that... Okay, but do you... Yeah, you're right, because oh, no, you do end up having to catch your word. Yeah. You, you might be in a place and you think to yourself, okay, you know what, let me be mindful of what I'm saying. But because, that's that's good being mindful. Yeah. If I like, you could be from Zambia and be super offended by well, that. You could be too mindful sometimes. But that just him saying considerably is not. An no, that was issue. good. That was okay. That's but fine. But people people do that. Okay. But you know what? I think- because it's sometimes like if I talk about like Nigeria and like no one's been there before and like they have like not ignorant views but they don't know like what they could say, I could find offensive because I'm like it's not some like whatever you whatever image you have in your head is it's not that. Yeah, I I feel like with something like um. People who are like, oh, um, political, I think it's an insecurity thing they have. It's like, oh, what, so I have to stop being racist now? That's essentially, or yeah. I have to stop being a misogynist now. That's what it is. Or I have yeah. to stop being homophobic. But the, term, but the definition, uh, I'm going to leave race out of this because race is okay, too let's, stressful. Let's, 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 but... say race, let's say race, let's say race then. Let's, 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 let's leave out race, okay? So, um, to what, I can't make jokes about women anymore. Oh, man, political race, go, get back in the kitchen. Oh, what a fucking slag. This, this, that, that. If you ultimately, if you're like saying that's a joke, when people say to you, you know what, that is offensive because you're grouping women. Women aren't, women aren't this or that. Women could do whatever they want. That's fine. Of course, yes. But if you then take it as an attack, on, you're seen as an affront. So you're basically, someone's having to tell you, you need to change. And you're refusing to change because you don't want to essentially own up to the fact that you have views that are backwards. That's what I'm saying. The That's why I said, when you said political correctness gone mad, you're putting it in the context of someone who is not in those categories. But, you know, I f- do feel like the only people who really do talk about this idea that political correctness has gone mad are the people with privilege. Race, yeah. And also people who are... Who are so the silent bigoted. majority, basically. Yeah. People who are bigoted who don't like to be called out on something. If you are a male, if you are white, if you are heterosexual, mm. like... If you're, you're a just, white woman... Well, yeah, well, yeah. You're just more, if you're in any of those categories, you're more likely to think that political correctness has gone mad. Yeah, but a lot of the time, people. Okay, a lot of the time, people are actually. I don't know. This it's uh, like there's calling, too many like, things. It's though. 2019, and 2019 people are calling out R. Kelly for things that happened like 30 years ago. Th- yeah, exactly. This guy has been doing it. Like it's not news. It's it's been a whole operation. Now, if you take the con, if you put what you're saying into context and say political correctness has gone mad, then calling him out would have been like, you, you know, that stuff has already happened. Why are we talking about it now? But that's an extreme now? situation. So it's like, it's like saying that you know hashtag Me Too shouldn't continue just because you know we're calling out people for their crimes of 30 years ago like yeah we should be because just because you were accepting it now that's one thing that i think is actually quite good about like the millennial generation and generation z or whatever is actually calling out the crimes of the past and saying actually in the context of 2019 or not even in the context of 2019 even when you were doing it then it was wrong and it's even wronger now and so I think that actually creates a better society. Doesn't mean you can't say what you want to say. You, you can can't, say it. No. 
You can. You but can. what is it that you're trying to say so badly? Okay, so okay, so the main why thing do, is okay. So for instance, people go back to the, almost the N word thing with with white people. Yeah. Why can't I say it? Why do you want to say it? Yeah. That's a, why do you? What want are you to trying say to say so it's much? It's in the song. Like, but no, but, but, but I'm playing devil's advocate. Okay, it's in the okay, song. it was in the song. Okay, but someone saying that's in the song. You can also not say this. You can also not say it. So I I, I remember like Juicy, one of my favorite songs. Okay, a biggie. I have Who's my white friend and. Um, and if you don't know, and I'll sometimes I'll look at them and I see them not saying it. But they want, they want they, to. No, but they don't. The friend that looks, the friend that willingly doesn't choose not to say it is somebody that's aware of the offensiveness of the word. So like, to, 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 he's so that's because you've educated them. No, but I know my friend Steve is one of the people who is like, I can speak to him about most and he won't, he's never used the word around me before, ever. Ever used the word around me before, ever. Because he doesn't want to. He knows it's an offensive word. This is something that he's from... Bradford, he knows it's an offensive word to use. He knows he there's no like there's no like something inside him burning to say it because Yeah, and I agree, like what is it exactly that you want to say so much that Usually it's jokes. Usually it's jokes on. like people okay, so I I'll give you the example. People always say every comedians try to mock everyone. Mm-hmm. It's totally Ricky Gervais thing. I can't of course, that. listen. Personally, I, I don't. I like Ricky Gervais. I just like controversial shit. So I hate that. Okay, that's me. Well, let me what did Ricky Gervais? Do? Ricky Gervais's whole thing now. His last, basically, his whole material now is. Oh, I have a right to offend you. The last one was trash, right by the way. It was trash. I saw him and the, that with that black guy, and the, he, they were all saying um, nigger. Chris Rock. Jerry Seinfeld calls out for what it is. And yeah, says, whatever. Why did you like? See, in that, even in that thing, it was Ricky Gervais. It was some black Louis guy. Louis C.K. Um, Chris Rock. Yeah. And one white, there was one white guy who didn't say he didn't yeah. he didn't he didn't be like oh now it's a space. He, say, yeah. he was sitting but there. Chris like, Rock uh, was egging on the others, saying, yeah, "Oh, your your allies, don't worry, no, 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 yeah, you can do it." No, but that for a lot of people, like Chris Rock was cooning, was allowing these like prominent black people, prominent white people, in his circle yeah, to I, say that. Yeah, Seinfeld I, says basically, "I don't find the humor in that word." Simple as that, and it's just he shuts it down there. I mean that's funny for you to find it funny. I don't. Yeah, I never no, and, that, went to and find that's what and that's what I thought was interesting because like, you know, every, like there are m- many f- people that maybe I'm their like black friend or whatever. So it's like if I give you a pass to do that, now you think like you don't question it in your own head. It's like oh, the like I don't talk on behalf of all black people, but if I'm in a context where I tell you oh it's all right, and then you you don't even question it. You think oh the black person has given me a pass now. Now I'm going to be like that. Then that's what you wanted to do in the beginning. Whereas that white guy in that same scenario was like, he just sat there and he didn't participate as they were all saying nigger. So it just shows like, you know, it's it's not really about political correctness because it's like they had these ideas and they wanted to say it anyway. It's just they now had a past to say it. Okay, so in that instance, the black situation, the nigger, the N-word, I don't even, I try not to say it again because I don't, it's easier for my life. I just avoid it. Yeah, I'm not except really. when I'm rapping. I don't use the word really. Except when I'm singing well, lyrics. Because you know, sometimes when you hit, sometimes like juicy. Yeah. If you're drunk and you're in the zone and you have to say that n word. Yeah, you have I to agree. Just, I think know. I think I, I I rarely say it though. Honestly. I rarely say it even in chats my my bad friends. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I find the word. And like, and I you know I li- used to live in Asia and my Asian friends that they said nigger and I told them I don't I don't like you saying that don't say that again and did they, they stop yeah because but obviously you know I have to kind of calm down and understand context of they they I am literally their only black fan and they've not really grown up knowing that that's offensive because the only music that they're just listening to a song and they're saying what the song says so they're like oh that's my nigger whatever and I'm saying can you not call him that because I, I find that offensive yeah. and I can explain to you why I find that offensive and, and, they and stop. also why you can't I, use it yeah but okay, how about how about other West? Like I can't give them that same pass, basically. But how about other types of jokes? Like jokes, like uh, this. Is the, this is the final part, by the way. Okay. But jokes, like what kind of jokes am I talking about? Okay, let me let me make one. Like yes. a race one. Yeah. Okay. About black people. I remember just hearing it, and I remember finding it really funny, but also being like, "Christ, <laughs> this is also like a grossly disgusting joke." So the the joke was the guy was it was basically a hot day. The guy goes, "Cool." I'm sweating like a nigger at a rape trial. And I remember like, Jesus. I was like, I was like giggling. I was like, that is so like, I found it funny because of how offensive it was and how like, Same. that's why I'm laughing. And I'm like, it's fucked but up, also bro. you read like, like if you break down that joke, it's also like a thing about black men being rapists. And it's like a black man is sweating at a rape trial. It's like something like that. Or like a, um, 
or a Muslim sweating outside of like a primary school. You know, those kind of like nasty jokes where they like, but you, in a way, and I remember I was of that kind of like 15 to like 17 where I was like, oh, Frankie Boyle was like hilarious. Like, that, Frank, that Frankie Boyle where he was like, Offensive, offended, offensive, offending anyone, and like Katie Price made a really good um, uh, retort to that, where she said, "You know, like you can make jokes about my my um, disabled son, but would would you say that to his face?" And that's completely fair. Would you go and say that same joke to to him? Because it's like if you're picking on people who haven't got a voice, then that's like, it's like, like bullying. Yeah, and I also find the whole like when Ricky Ray's like, "Oh, I'm, I have the right to offend you, and you don't have that. Like, you shouldn't be offended by that or whatever." I'm just a bit like, get over yourself. It's just this kind of like white man moaning about, oh, some jokes are now deemed as offensive. Oh, no, Ricky Gervais is an entitled, he's an yeah, entitled he's a huge entitled person. And then he'll post, he'll post something about animals being killed or whatever, poaching or whatever. It's like, well, some people almost in a way, they, they praise that they put themselves forward as these like really progressive people. Then, oh, I don't like the fact that I'm being told I can't make that joke anymore. I don't know. I think it's like, I think if, if when comedians are like, oh, we're being... Maybe, maybe change the material up. But that's the art. This is the problem. That's the art of, of, the com- of, of that level of comedy, like Jimmy Carr. You don't go to listen to these people because they're going to, you know... I mean, they're going to make a very safe... You can still be, you can still be funny and you can still offend people, but there, there are just lines. Recently, family... Like, I love Family Guy and Family Guy offends everyone. Yes. And recently, they stopped doing jokes about like they had this character he's not like mainstream but he does this like gay thing Herbert Um, the pervert no not not Herbert the the guy with the waist waistcoat yeah yeah. blue shirt brown waistcoat he's not like but he does oh yeah 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 I was gonna do his voice but I don't wanna get in trouble I know the guy he has a really high pitched voice yeah yeah and and, and, but they (laughs) Family Guy basically said that they're Mm. they're gonna stop doing like jokes about gay people and actually I'm like "Mm, Probably correct. Probably the cor- it's probably the time and it, but that's the perfect example. Mm. Family Guy is an equal offender. It offends South Park. Offends, South Park really offends. South Park ex- ensures they offend anyone, mm. everyone. In those situations, is it fair? Maybe it's like putting, making like the idea that gay people are pedophiles, kind of thing. That's okay, so like it's the same as making the idea that Arabs are, are, are terrorists, blacks are more no, likely to th- steal, white so people are th- this. I'm saying. Yes, but they don't do that. The reason why they're starting, they're they're changing those types of jokes because that character is made on that like like he's that. A pedo. Yeah, he's yeah. A, like he's that's not just a, like a camp gay guy. Yeah, that, that's he's a so, pedo. No, he's you, not the pedo. No, 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 no he's not. But think, it's the subject. It's the yeah. When you think about it, it's like you can talk about like oh, they make jokes about like Cleveland smells like this or like stuff like that. You know, you know, it's border. It's the border. Talking, making assumptions that like. like what I'm saying is with the thing about like gay people being pedophiles that's harmful that's not funny that's actually has a long term impact maybe about the the way people view gay people so in that sense I can understand why they'd want to think about changing that like or, or, or just not doing jokes like that anymore doesn't mean you now need to like doesn't mean there could be no offensive jokes anymore it just means like are they harmful like do like like Katie Price and her disabled son that's harmful it's not funny okay no that one wasn't fun okay this is the way they tell the jokes the way they say them are funny like the one jeremy said it was funny not because of your you don't instantly think wow but black people are being accused of being rapist it's the way the joke is told yeah, it's, it's like the situation that's is the weird point. yeah okay so the kevin this is going to be the last thing because i've kept you guys here for a while Oof. Yeah, the kevin hart um joke he made about his son mm. Right, because Kevin Hart mocks his whole family. That's what he does. The joke he made about his son, he said, if his son was ever gay, he he'd would beat the shit out of him. He'd beat, yeah, he would kick him. Is that harmful? Should he not be allowed to say well, that joke again? Okay, so like, people raised you know after the guy on Empire got beaten up, Jussie Smollett, and all that, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that situation is a bit dodgy, but yeah, okay, ignoring, don't know, I don't know what you mean by that, but anyway, um. There's a whole people, thing. People made the whole. People made. People started going at Kevin Hart, saying, "This is why those jokes are bad," because people. The whole like beating the shit out of someone because they're gay, like attacking someone because they're gay. That's, I guess that to them it's like, whilst you might trivialize, it from a, also from maybe like a, a black person. There's also there's a lot of issue with black people and homophobia, and like. 
the way the way it's treated there some people it's like a just like a, sh- a shame it's like a slight almost um you've got someone like Kevin Hart making that joke I don't think in t- as you say in today's context you can't say that kind of thing I don't, also it's not a right thing to say as well that you beat the shit out of someone because you're because ultimately it's the same as also saying if you uh uh, um, if my son if my daughter brought a black boy home I'd beat the shit out of her for that it's like you are essentially saying you're a bigot okay yeah that's true yeah okay yeah yeah but in, okay but instead of opening conversation where you say to somebody okay these jokes like, these jokes you're making yeah. here is why they're bad instead we see people just being like you know what fuck it just cancel you but, but also I think if you have to explain it like if okay so people like they're smart guys I think most people who are, do, do stand-up comedy are funny people. They're funny people. They're, they're funny, sorry. People that do, um, they're smart people. They're intelligent people. Yeah. So, like, if you have to, like, lower yourself to a standard where the only way you can now make people laugh is by being super offensive, then that says something about you. I remember this, like, John Cleese thing. You know, the guy off Monty Python, like, um, 40 Towers and stuff. Yeah. He, made this, he said this comment about... Um, he said, uh, "All humor is self-critical." I always thought to myself, "That's quite a, a nice way of like, kind of like, glazing over the top, saying this is what um, situation is." And I think a lot of humor is self-critical. It's like you can make a joke about that. There can also be an element where that joke I said about the the black person at the rape trial is almost highlighting the nasty thinking of people that they would think that they associate that black. So the comedians are meant to yeah. reflect. However, if like as you say, if someone's like. If that character in Family Guy is essentially the suggestion is also he's a pedo, mm. then you're also conflating homosexuality with paedophilia. Mm-hmm. So it's like, at what point? I think I, I think the the comedy thing is always a really strange thing because people are always like, oh well, you go to see a comedian to be offended, or you, if you're gonna go see uh, Jimmy Carr, you're yeah, so you can call you fat in the crowd. Yeah, you know, it's, like have you guys seen the Key, uh, Key and Peele sketch? where the guy's uh, telling a joke and there's a really disabled burn victim in the crowd and the guy's like, mock me next, mock me next. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to mock you, so he mocks everyone else, but yeah. the guy insists. So the comedian starts to mock him and then he starts to cry. And then everybody in the room is like, wow, you're an asshole. Yeah. Like, it's, it feels like that sometimes. Like Arsenal, yeah. yeah. Do you feel that, that your thinking or your, the things you say gets called out a lot? And that's why you feel that, like, oh, we're in a, we're in a like, outrage culture is, is ruining, like, discussion and stuff like that. Because, like, when, you, like, Oxford Union, when I was when I was at uni, I remember I never was part of the union at all. But I always was aware of, like, when they were inviting, like, things like Marine Le Pen or, like, they had, like Tommy Robinson in there. And it's like, there's the idea about if a debate is to challenge these things. But if... I'd be worried if the university I was at was inviting, like, Steve Bannon and stuff like that. Because that's... They ext- did. Yeah, they do. But that's also extreme right. And, like, something like the Oxford Union would be legitimising that kind of thought. So it's like... And often these things, they're not debating them. They're just letting them speak. So they're not debating... So, like, for instance, if I had a Carla come in to come debate Tommy Robinson, that would mm-hmm. be great. Because you also have that debate there itself, yeah? And also, I'd, I'd like to think that Akala would come with like, Akala's like incredibly eloquent, articulate, erudite on like a number of topics, particularly like race. And he wouldn't, you know, if something, and he would, I think, would destroy someone like Tom Robinson. But if you're just letting someone like Tom Robinson go out and speak unchallenged, that's where you have these things about censorship and that kind of thing. Obviously, I've, I've stepped away from comedy. That's where I think there should be almost an element to where we can say, you know, actually, let's so, talk that. I think my problem is uh, I'm Nigerian, right? So I grew up half in Nigeria, half in England. I've always felt like I always kind of walk the... I always walk in the middle. Mm-hmm. So I'm always trying to understand other people's points of view. So, for example, if I meet somebody who is racist, piss me off at first, but then I would like to have a conversation with that person, even if it's an intense one where we insult, we argue a lot. Because I just want to understand where your origin of your racism is from. So that I can figure out if it's something that I can... It's, it's just ignorance or you know you're, you're an asshole. And I feel like a lot of the time when these situations happen, my instinct is like, okay, wait, 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 hang on. Let's, let's hear this. Why did he say that? Or, okay, what conversation is coming? And then when I see people react, 
like just straight up fire and fury. That's where I get upset because obviously I'm not stupid. I don't think, obviously I don't think uh, Liam Neeson is right for wanting to kill a black man, a random black man. But my, or, or you know, but the problem I have is, wait, why are we not trying to figure out? Maybe we can help this guy. This guy seems to be an ally. He has said something stupid. Let's talk, Liam Neeson. Why do you feel that way? And if if the conversation was more like that when these things happen, like Kevin Hart, why are you? Why but would you think have, you know? But they get chances to talk, like after the fire. Well, no, the, Liam Neeson was on Good Morning the next day. Yeah, yeah but he, it doesn't change people's opinions. That's because, because he, didn't he didn't change. Oh yeah, he didn't. Ex- he didn't actually opinion. explain so that's, himself. That's yeah, so he that's why. Yeah, and with the bad. Kevin Hart thing, he went on Ellen. He went on all these things, and he said that's not the reason. He doesn't feel that way anymore. It's and then like, Jesse okay. Smollett gets attacked, and Kevin Hart um, puts a message of. Con- of sympathy of so- solidarity with him and mm-hmm. then he gets attacked mm-hmm. that you of all people should not say should not defend a gay person because you're a bigot and you're homo- you're homophobic even after yeah, the maybe, Helen may- tour maybe he should have gave it some time maybe and maybe people felt like he was using a very serious situation with someone f- to kind of address his own or sins win, or win I think, the, or, I think or win over the gay really community people are as well I think I just think, like, even the is the cynicism. With, I don't no, like. even the stuff with Kevin Hart, like, it wasn't that long ago, and maybe people are still feel very offended, so might think that they he's mm. using this situation for his own clout. Maybe he just didn't need. But to Kevin write Hart doesn't a, need. But there's also a thing like maybe he didn't need to. Damned write a message. if you do, damned if you don't. And yeah. I and I I empathize with him a little bit where it was like people were like, why hasn't Kevin Hart said anything, mm. or, or people were attacking Kevin Hart as the story came out saying this is the problem people you're thinking like yours and he's like well I don't think like that anymore so it's like because it's like I know what you mean it's, it's on the same cards of like if someone had the thought 30 years ago if someone had that yeah like, but I think the difference on like Kevin Hart and Liam Neeson is Kevin Hart acknowledged his wrongs mm. and acknowledged them and said I'm, that's that, and I guess he will still be paying for that and I think that's a that's like the problem with whereas Liam Neeson. It's not a problem. Willingly, like he's he's acknowledged it, and people will eventually. Like, yeah, they should hopefully it. forgive him. But then, Liam Neeson has not. I mean, acknowledged Chris Brown it. acknowledged his wrongs a long time ago, and even Rihanna forgave him. Mm. But, yeah, but even till today, if Chris Brown says anything, like two weeks ago, he got accused of raping a woman, and instantly most people on the internet were like, "Yep, he did it." Well, it's also like a lot has come up about you know in the past. So I just feel like that's completely different, and that's. Not I don't know why I brought it up, but I'm just yeah. I brought it up as an example of people never actually forgive you. Like it's just people on the internet. Like so, what if some random chick from Nebraska never forgives you? Like, but it affects. Okay, it's good. It's fine if it's just on the internet. But we've seen so many situations where Chris Brown is still making bops. He's still making money. I don't like, at it's a not way really, lower rate than they would expect if he had not never done just that. because of that. Because of so many, like he's he he's gone a bit off the rails for a while. So that's what I mean with all these things. There's context. He's gone off the road. Kevin Hart, I'm sure he will have another movie. I'm sure he'll have another tour. Like, it will not completely... It's not completely stopped his bag. Oh, it hasn't? I don't think it's dented exactly. it much. If Liam ne- Neeson really accepted what happened and was actually addressing the things that people are talking about, then the bag would continue. So it's not really stopping them for life. It's just stopping them for the time being and then, you know, they go back into the tribe. Okay. Well, yeah. So, uh, yes. Yeah, last words. Yeah, that's so. That was that's it basically. That's why I'm always yeah. seeming like I'm angry because you have to notice that even when if you read my tweets, I delete a lot of them. But if you read my that's tweets, <laughs> you notice that any if something happens, I always try to go for the rational where we should go with it. Like if R. Kelly comes, I'm like R. Kelly is a horrible human being. How the hell has this not? If something smaller happens, I'm like wait, wait, wait. It was a thought. He didn't kill anyone, first of all. Second of all, it's 40. I tried to rationalise yeah. it. But I think, I think uh, knowing you, you're someone that I'd, I'd say, like, to critically think or, like, try to... You look at a situation and you think, OK, how can I, like, break this down or look at it properly? Like, where's this come from? So-and-so. I Sometimes I just find that, like, people are outraged for a reason. I don't think outrage culture... A perfect example of when outrage culture perhaps went too far was the H&M thing. <laughs> so that was I, and I thought there's a number of reasons why the H&M thing happened which can also be going back to race as well it was like I felt the jumper was a bit like 
I think if for me mainly, I think it was an accident. I don't think it was intentional. Yeah, but, but I, think, I think it's like with those types of things, it has to go through so. Yeah, many and people. I think people. Yeah, but I think the telling even with thing, like the Gucci yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. The and telling that, thing that about thing. that is that the H and M clearly don't have they don't hire black people, so no one in there said, "Hey, actually, like all like you say, people okay these things. They okay it. It goes up and up, and someone yeah. says, okay. However, there's no one in that circle or that design team or anywhere to say actually, maybe let's just put that on a, a white kid." Let's just put this on that. Because someone would have said to you, hey, you know what? I'm probably, I'm not sure about that, you know? The Gucci thing now, that, did you see that one? Yeah. The Gucci, the blackface thing. I still thing. don't understand. What? No, I don't understand what happened in that situation. The Gucci one? Yeah, I just saw this. A Gucci brought out this um, sweater, which like, the mouth. has like a mouth thing, which essentially like, looks like blackface and, like, the gollywog and all those kind of, like... Yeah. I thought it was because it was a balaclava. No, it's, like, a really... I think it's offensive. I think, I think it's offensive. Oh, if you put it that way. Okay, because when I saw it, I thought they were angry because it looked like a balaclava and they were saying is they're associating it with uh, black no, people. Yeah. No, no. Like, I thought of a gollywog, yeah. Yeah, I thought... And the thing, you see it straight away, you're like, oh, that doesn't look Let nice at all. This. Like, I, you just... And I think that, that one was way more offensive for me than the H&M one. Well, the, the H&M H- one for me went... When you saw people in South Africa smashing up the H&M store, I thought, that's gone way too far. <laughs> that's gone way too far. Because I thought also that was just an example of where this is the whole thing about diversity in certain but like, companies. Yeah, the brand should just like not do that. <laughs> yeah. But then also no one... Just don't do it. Just, no don't put, just don't put him in that oh. jumper. Yeah, oh, but no one called okay. him out. No one, no one was. Okay, that's why it is, it is a bit Googled? racist. What are you okay, yeah, that's that's, that's that's a gollywog. Yeah, that yeah. is hundred percent. Yeah, the the H and M thing was a classic example that they just don't have black people in those off where they work to someone to say, hey, actually, I don't think we should have this black kid wearing that. Mm. That would have saved them. Do you see that if you have that's the whole thing about diversity? People can actually then point out to you that's actually a bit offensive. Hey, look, maybe let's not put that kid in that, or maybe let's put a. An Asian kid in that, in that, that you wouldn't have even noticed the story. That thing there with a white person dressed, a white, a white blonde lady dressed wearing um, that sweater, mm. incredibly offensive because it. The first connotation you have is gollywog. Strict. Do you think that's intentional? Do you think? Yeah, I think it is. You wear that. But how do they make money from that problem? It's because people aren't. I think. I think it's intentional or unintentional. It's the kind of thing where they're like, we are fashion and we're like exploring different forms of art or expression or whatever but in their it's a classic thing of someone who's not ra- who doesn't consider themselves a racist saying actually I'm not a racist but I think this you know people who don't who aren't consciously aware of racist thoughts like the people around me white people saw that and they're like that's mad racist and that's because we know what racism is and we're and also if I put up someone on something a friend of mine or most people I'm around would actually be like, oh, you know, I'm sorry I had that thought, or they'd address it. Whereas, for me, I don't know how far it went down the line that they had these shots and no one said, that's racist. Because that, that, that jumper, that is... That's intentional. That, that, that jumper is intentional. All right, we should... We've been here for a while. Okay, yeah. so... Um, well, yes, thank you, my lovely guests, Jeremy and Helen, for, for, having for me. this wonderful conversation. I'm going to split this into two parts. Okay. Because there's no way anybody's sitting. This is Joe Rogan level. But yeah, it's been another episode of Our Inner Voices. I will put everybody's socials when I drop the episode. Mm-hmm. So you can follow Helen on YouTube. Uh, actually, shout yourselves out quickly again, and then I'll put your <laughs> socials. Uh, yeah, my Instagram and Twitter are both Helen Femi. And uh, my YouTube channel is Let's Get Litical. Um, if you want to see some of my tweets... I'm at Mr. Grifty and on Instagram um, at Los Nandos Romanos. All right. So in case people can't spell these, I will make sure I highlight them. Thank you. It's been another episode of Our Inner Voices. Thank you. Woo. So before we play this week's song, I'd just like to um, say rest in peace to the people in New Zealand, to the Muslims in New Zealand who lost their lives um, to the senseless violence by that terrorist a few days ago and also last week in Lagos um, a school building collapsed and some um, children were caught in the building I'd just like to say rest in peace to them as well and um, you know let's just you know let's just say a prayer for our, for the world 
Okay, guys. So this week's song features one half of the um, of the UK rap group BDE and Flex, and it's um, BDE. So they say. It can be whatever it wants to be, and that's why too. Yeah, look, word, word, hit for the verse, for the word, work. Hit him where I hurt, so I'm putting in the word, work. Never been a wussy, all my niggas know the verse first. I gotta give it back to flex, I call the second verse. Look, I'm riding these beasts like I'm in the rodeo. Never trust hoes on my focus, know the code, look. I call them bitches, call them bitches, I'm a cynic, kind dealing with no women who ain't fucking with a vision. Flex told them we were coming, but they didn't wanna listen. Shit, now I in some new linens, but the shit just different. Look at the kicks, just different. Like I'm rolling with a few OGs, just chilling. Look, I'm chilling with the bad B with the man. I say, if you don't know, won't hurt him, won't kill him. Who kill him? He won't know, so we can let it go, bro. So that's so that's that's so that's 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 To be settling, but back to the bigger things. I swear to your back. Hate you when you ain't fitting, and I had to curve a few tracks. I swear you niggas is whack, and I'ma keep it one on in words to the game. I spit facts. See, I don't know how you do that. I swear you niggas is pants. You only hot for a week. See, I get in where I fit, and that's why you niggas is brief. 